Welcome to the Anchored Podcast with Pastor Reginald Wayne Sharp Jr. I am so excited that you've tuned in, and it is my prayer that these messages will always help you to remain anchored, regardless of what storm or what season you're navigating. I pray that God would speak to your heart today and that you will never, ever, ever be the same again. Stay connected to Fellowship Chicago. This is Pastor Reginald Wayne Sharp Jr. I pray you stay anchored. Peace, peace. It's no secret that the title of this message is Eight Ways to Be Happy During the Holidays. Uh, but I want to give you some relief before we go any further. My wife uh, advised me uh, that, Sharp, you might not want to do all eight in one Sunday. She said, people have attention spans that are troubled and challenged during this day and time. I said, now, are you speaking for you or are you speaking for the others? She admitted she was speaking for herself. But I wanted to listen to her wisdom. And I do believe sometimes the Lord will speak through your own spouse to help you. And so we're going to split this week and next week these eight principles of how to enjoy your holidays and I promise you you want to take some notes today I promise you anytime you come into fellowship you want to take notes if you just sit here and stare at me or watch online and don't take notes you, you you're not going to gain much from that a short pencil beats a long memory you need to be able, yeah, you got to be able to go back and pull out some of the principles and the insights that God has given you. And so this morning, I encourage you, take copious notes. Tell the person beside you, stay awake, stay awake, stay awake, stay awake. John chapter 12, John chapter 12, John chapter 12, verses 1 through 5, I'll read at the beginning, and then we'll dance around a bit. It's something that God placed on my heart, and I'm excited to share with you today. John chapter 12, out of the Message Bible, reads like this, six days before Passover, somebody say Passover. Jesus entered Bethany where Lazarus, so recently raised from the dead, was living. Lazarus and his sisters invited Jesus to dinner at their home. Martha served. Lazarus was one of those sitting at the table with them. Mary came in with a jar of very expensive aromatic oils, anointed and massaged Jesus' feet. Talk about Thanksgiving. And then wiped them with her hair. The fragrance of the oils filled the house. I want to talk about uh, eight ways to be happy during the holidays. Tell somebody beside you, write it in the chat, you can be happy. No, that's the wrong person. They didn't even look at you. I mean, you trying to happy them up and they stay ain't even look at you to get to happy. Look at somebody in real life over their mask and say, now you can be happy. You can be happy. I want to move you from just enduring the holidays to enjoying the holidays. Uh, yeah, we can truly have a happy holiday this season and every holiday season, uh, but for some people, the holiday season is not a fun, enjoyable, pleasant, or memorable time. For some people, the holidays can be a lot. The holidays have the potential potential to trigger feelings of grief and loss. Some have to experience their first holiday without loved ones who have passed. 
Uh, some of us participate in comparing our lives to other people's lives. Some of us make the assumption that everybody else is happier than I am and I'm the only one going through this season. Social media has played into that. Everybody only posts the pictures that they have filtered. Now you're only going to see what they want you to see. Nobody posts a picture when they got out the bed and that crust was still in their eye and that, that mucus, dried mucus was still on their nose. No, we don't post that picture but we post the 13th of the 20 pictures that we took to get one good picture y'all know I'm telling the truth we don't post our reality we post what people want what we want people to think our reality is and so we spend this time comparing our lives to others we spend this time assuming that everybody else is happier you see these family photos now they hadn't talked in two weeks but they smiling on that picture together underneath the Christmas tree chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose and so holidays can be a lot for people news reports seems like violence seems to increase in some communities during the holidays did y'all just hear a few days ago right here in Chicago a lady who was a security worker was shot and killed while she was protecting an ATM machine and the people that killed her didn't get any money it, it's a strange time to be trying to enjoy your holidays and you keep watching the news and they say good evening or good morning and then proceed to tell you every reason while it why it's not a good evening and a good morning just this week we had to watch a white attorney say he didn't want any more black pastors supporting Ahmaud Arbery's family down in Brunswick Georgia so guess what happened almost 1,000 black pastors showed up in Brunswick Georgia to remind white supremacy this ain't 1921 baby this is 20 21. This is not your grandmother's civil rights movement. And it's a brand new day. Y'all better stop pushing this new generation. We, we'll sing Kumbaya after we throw hands. See, you got to watch. I mean, you, you watch what I watched this week. A white teenager acquitted on all counts after murdering protesters during a demonstration in the summer of 2022. Rittenhouse was his name. Walked free after carrying, a, I think, an AK-47 down the street. He walks freely now. He walks freely now after he walked himself into a protest that he invited himself into in Kenosha. Walked freely down the street with the AK-47 and yet Tamir Rice is dead after not carrying a real gun but after carrying a toy gun. The holidays can be a lot because the news keeps coming. Families lack resources and finances. There's dysfunction in our families. There's dysfunction in a lot of our families. There's dysfunction in a lot of our families and what's worse than there being dysfunction in our families is when we've learned how to function in the dysfunction. Yeah, there are unresolved conflicts among our loved ones. There's stress of planning and gift giving. It can feel like an emotionally exhausting and difficult time. Many deal with SAD, S-A-D, seasonal affective disorder, which is a clinical depression that tends to present itself when it starts getting darker early. It's called S-A-D. Some people used to call it the winter blues, but it's deeper than that. It's seasonal affective disorder when it starts getting dark in Chicago at 2.30 in the afternoon it, that can impact 
impact your body's rhythms and your neurochemical balance in your brain when you have limited exposure to sunlight during the day and the days are darker and the days are anybody can holler and be for real that, that you didn't know what it was but you know you've been feeling that thing when it's dark long and so here you are trying to say joy to the world here you are trying to get ready for some sweet potato pie but you're grieving and you're hurting and you're stressed and you're not in the mood to be around everybody and then your family has expectations of what we used to do and if you break the tradition now you've broken the law and so you and your family trying to find peace during the holidays but you got to live up to other people's I'm just trying to help you understand that it's hard to be happy when you got all that pressure but in spite of all of the sadness, in spite of all of the stressors and the struggles that go along with the holidays, I came with some good news this morning that you can still find cheer, you can still find joy, you can still find relaxation, and you can still find happiness during the holidays. Somebody say, I know that's right. And all of the principles that I'm about to give you come straight out of the Bible. Because the text says that this was six days before Passover. It's six days before Passover. Do you not know that in Jewish tradition, Passover was a holy day? That's where we got the word holiday from. The original etymological understanding of the word holiday is the word holy day. And so anytime in Jewish history or Christian history where you had a holy day, that became a holiday. But now in the North American culture, we don't just call holy days holidays. Anytime we're able to get off, we make it a holiday. But let me tell you, there's no reason to really critique that. I think it's a good principle to understand your holidays are holy days. I don't care whatever time you get to rest, enjoy your family, unplug, recharge, have fun, go travel. You got to see your holidays as holy days and you got to stop letting people mess up your holy days. I'm preaching better than y'all responding. I told my wife this week, I said every holiday from this time forward is a holy day for me. And it may not be holy because it's around Christmas. It may not be holy because it's around Easter. Anytime I get a chance to relax, I'm going to stop letting people mess up my holy days. If it is a day for me to relax, if it's a day for me to chill, if it's a day for me to unwind, if it's a day for me to walk around in my draws all day long if it's a day for me not to have to entertain people or to be needed by people y'all that's a holy day and you gotta stop letting people make your sacred days secular by them adding toxicity to your enjoyment so in Jewish culture Passover is a what? holy day it's a holy day. It's a holy day. It's a holy day. It's a holiday. It's a holy day. And this is six days before Passover. And do y'all know what Passover is? You, you do know why we celebrate Passover, why the Jews celebrate Passover? It was to commemorate the fact that there was a plague in Egypt and every house that did not have blood over it, God said that I'm going to kill the firstborn male child in that house. But if there's blood over the house, I'm going to pass over church folk don't know in the shout 
The reason why they are still celebrating Passover and the reason why we celebrate communion, which actually comes out of Passover, is because we are celebrating the power of the blood. That some stuff passes over us because there was blood over our house. That's why you're still alive 20 months after a pandemic, because there was some blood over your house some bullets missed your baby because there's been some blood there's some cancer that could have taken you out and yet you're still here with the cancer not because your health is perfect but because there's some blood over your life and so it's a Passover and every now and then you ought to commemorate that holy day that holiday that I'm here because of a Passover and they don't just celebrate the fact that blood was over the house they also celebrate the fact that they were able to get out of Egypt captivity and make it on to the promised land and God brought them through but how did God do it he did it through the Red Sea God built a sidewalk in the middle of the sea and let them pass on dry land God opened the sea held the sea back long enough for them to walk through it but then he released the sea and it closed in on their enemies you missing it God opened the sea and let them walk through on dry land listen when you come through what you come through you're not even gonna track mud in your new season you you're not even going to have proof that some of the struggles happen. You're going to have to tell your testimony and people are going to look at you like you've been through all of that. I don't even see the mud. I know because he didn't just open the sea. He dried the land and I don't look like what I've been through. That's why I don't care what you think about my praise or your praise or anybody else's praise because you don't know the stuff God has opened this year that he let me get through that I don't even have proof that I've been through it. And so Passover, you, you, you see, this is a big day. Even you getting happy thinking about it. So this is the Jews' history. This is the Jews' legacy. And they're celebrating Passover at the house. Mary and Martha have invited Jesus over. And, and it's six days before Thanksgiving. It's about four or five days before a major holiday. So now how do I stay happy with everything going on? Because in the previous text, we just learned they're trying to kill Jesus and Lazarus. Because Jesus done moved now. He's he long way from turning water into wine. He's a long way from feeding 5,000. This man started raising up dead folks. And so people are now believing in Jesus because of his power to raise up dead people. And now the Jews, the, the religious leaders, those in authority are saying, we got to kill this man. But he goes over to Mary Martha's house and the Bible says he's chilling at the table. I don't know if they had chitlins. I don't know if they had collard greens and pot liquor and cornbread and dry. I don't know what the menu was. I don't know if they had red velvet cake. I don't know if they had caramel cake. I don't know if they had sweet potato pie. I don't know if there was an apple cobbler or a blueberry cobbler. Y'all forgive me. I'm just dreaming. I, I, I don't know what was on the table, but I know they were chilling at the table and they had a wonderful time. Can I give you the four principles today that I want you to walk into this week with? Number one, here it is. Here's how you remain happy even during your holidays. Number one, one, you've got to rethink your idea of family. Rethink your idea of family. The text says that here Jesus is. He's at Martha's house. He's with Mary and he's with Lazarus. In the previous chapter, we learned these are his friends. These are not his family members. Here it is six days before a holiday, a holy day, and he's not with his family. He's not with Mary, his mama. He's not with Joseph, his stepdaddy. He's not with Anne, one of his brothers. He's with his friends. 
a holy day, a holiday is approaching and he's not with his blood relatives, he's with friends. And too often we forget just because you are related to people does not mean you will be able to relate with them. Everybody you're related to, you will not be able to relate with. Everybody you're related to, you will not be able to relate with. And sometimes God will send people into your life who are not your blood, but they will treat you better than your blood, support you more than your blood, cover you more than your blood. And you got to be open to say, hey, just because we related don't mean I'm coming to your house this year. Because some of our families, as I said earlier, are functioning in dysfunction. And to show up and try to spend time with some of our family members who are just bent on being who they've always been, talking like they've always talked, drinking what they always drink, smoking what they always smoke. It's nothing about it that's relaxing. And then you got to deal with your family members say blood is thicker than water. I know blood is thicker than water, but water can sustain life too, just like blood. And sometimes we find more life around water than we do blood. And so I'm trying to release you that God has given you family that may not be related to you, but you do have some friends around you. I'm talking to the person that's grieving, feeling lonely, and you don't have family in the city. You don't have all your family like you used to have. People have passed. You got to choose to be happy. You got to choose your community. You got to say, no, I don't have mama, daddy, sister, brother. No, I'm not that close to my actual family, but I get to create my own family, and we're going to have a good time sipping our Sprite together. Tell somebody around you, you, you got a big family. You got a big family. Your friends can be your family. Church family can be your family. Some of your co-workers become family. Some people you knew back when are your family. And so every time a holiday comes up, stop feeling the pressure to go be around your blood family and just get around some of your water family. Uh-huh. Number two, number two, here's another, here's another one. Rethink your idea of family, but also realize the power of your fragrance. Realize the power of your fragrance. Sharp, are you making this up? Now watch it. Six days before Passover, verse 1. Here it is. Read with me. Jesus entered into Bethany where Lazarus was, so he recently raised from the dead was living. Lazarus and his sisters invited Jesus to dinner at their home. Martha served. Lazarus was destined at the table. Then here come Mary. Came in with a jar, very expensive aromatic oils. Anointed, massaged Jesus' feet. She was worshiping, y'all. This, this, it took about a year to save this oil. This was expensive oil. This was extravagant oil. And, and another version says she broke her alabaster box on Jesus. Didn't give him half. She gave him all. And she poured the oils on him as an act of adoration and worship and appreciation. And then, and then she lowered herself even lower to wipe his feet with her hair. The hair in this culture was a sign of glory. Every black woman in here just cringed a little bit. As soon as I said, and she wiped his feet. My hair? Not my hair. Now y'all go bring me a towel. Y'all go get me a handkerchief. But I ain't wiping nobody's feet. I done set up at the beautician for five hours on Friday. You gonna, I'm on why I wish I would. 
but she was showing so much worship. Are y'all awake in here? She was showing so much adoration that she said, it don't matter about my glory. It doesn't matter how I look. It don't matter what's special to me. When I'm in the presence of Jesus, everything goes to his feet. But that ain't even my point as good as that is. Watch the text. The text says the fragrance of the oils filled the house. So when I tell you to, to, to realize the power of your fragrance, I'm not just telling you to take a bath. And I'm not just telling you to make sure you ain't musty. Now, 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 now some of our family members do need that message. Just keep looking straight ahead. Some, some, some folk really do need to understand the power of a washing machine. I'm letting the Lord speak to you. But that's not my point today. She brought something in the house that she did in one room. But it was so powerful that it changed the fragrance of the whole house. So, so, so here's what I want to do. Lean, lean, lean up a little bit. Even those of you at home, lean up a little bit. Let me tell you something. Stop telling me what everybody else is doing. And you take responsibility for the fragrance you bring in the house. You take responsibility for your attitude. You take responsibility for your spirit. Don't tell me everybody else is nasty when you ain't checked yours. Don't tell me everybody else is messy when you a hot mess. Don't tell me everybody else is negative when you the first to be negative. Don't tell me everybody else complains when you walk in the house complaining. When you walk in a room, you are not a thermometer. You are a thermostat. And the temperature gets set up based upon your spirit. See, church folk don't like this. That's why you're looking at me like you're mad at me. I thought I was going to get a word where I could shout. I know. I want to shout you, but can I free you first? I want you to understand that you got more power than you think you do. I don't care what the devil does against you. You are not responsible for what people do to you. You are responsible for how you respond, how you carry yourself, how you re retaliate or don't retaliate. So this holiday season, I can't worry if everybody else stinks. I'm going to smell good. I don't give them a stinky attitude, a stinky disposition, stinky words, stinky person. They got a stinky spirit. Let them stink. And you go in the corner and create your own fragrance. And when you hear the music, bop to it. And when they play in spades, make sure you don't renege. And when they eat, make sure you put your whole plate on and go back for seconds and thirds and say, this is the day. Because I'm going to make my own fragrance. You ain't going to kill my joy after everything I've been through this year. I deserve to be happy. I deserve to turn up. I deserve to have a good time. So you stink. I'm going to smell good. Give me something, Willie. Come on, fragrance, 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 fragrance. They gonna walk in, child, did you hear what Gertrude did? Did you hear what, I ain't heard nothing. It's too dark in here. 
church. I'm just glad we're in the sanctuary. We used to not be here for 20 months. Hey! Y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. Tell somebody around you, check your fragrance. Check your fragrance. Bring joy in the room. Bring love in the room. Bring forgiveness in the room. Bring maturity in the room. Bring joy in the room. Bring laughter in the room. Bring your own cards in the room. Y'all got cards? Bring your own. Y'all ain't got no music in here? Well, who got an iPhone? Who got the speaker? Who got? I brought it. Y'all, y'all ain't feeling me. Y'all know we got stinky people in our families. Just keep looking straight ahead if they sitting with you. Just keep looking straight ahead. They know how to mess up every event. Add negativity to every moment. And you got to be mature enough to say the joy of the Lord is my strength. And maybe that's why some of us are weak because you don't have no joy. So, so here it is, here it is. Rethink your idea of family. You got to realize, realize the power of your what? Uh-huh. Number three, you got to remember how to respond to foolishness. Because you know what? Even when you bring your own fragrance, it's somebody that ain't going to like the smell. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, seriously, it, it has happened to me. I, I, I bought some cologne once, and uh, I thought I was smelling good. Spent a little money on it, too. And uh, I, I, I didn't walk past. I whisked past Bree. And I, I, was, I, was, I was interested in maybe a compliment. Don't tell I'm telling y'all this. I, I mean, I might have, you know how you be just, you know, you know, ladies, you get your nails done, and you, you don't care if he say nothing, but, but you, it'd be nice if he noticed. You know, you go get your line up, brothers, and you know, you know, you ain't do it for her, but if she say you look good, baby, you know I mean, you ain't mad. I wish y'all stopped acting up in here. So I go buy this cologne, and I whisk past, you know, like, thank you. And, and. And, and Bree said, did you get a new cologne? I said, yeah, I did, I did. She said, I don't, I don't like it. She said, I don't like that. Everybody ain't going to like your smell. Let me prove it to you. Let me prove it to you. Y'all think I'm making this up. I, I'm telling you. Look, look at what happened. Mary pulled the jar out, wiped his field of hair, the fragrance of the oils filled the house. And watch verse 4. Verse, verse 4. Media team, put it on the screen so they can see this. Verse 4. I'm almost done. Judas Iscariot. Aren't y'all glad I didn't do 8? Judas Iscariot. Uh, one of his disciples. Judas Iscariot. One of the disciples. Verse 4, verse 6. Message Bible. Is it coming up on the screen? Uh-huh. Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, even then getting ready to betray him, said, why wasn't this oil sold and the money given to the poor? It would have easily brought 300 silver pieces. He said this not because he cared two cents about the poor, but because he was a thief. 
He was in charge of their common funds, but also embezzled them. So here you are trying to enjoy your moment with Jesus, enjoy your friends, enjoy the family that you chose, and here come Judas. Let me warn you, Judas coming to Thanksgiving. Just, just, just go and get it out your head. Judas going to come. Judas going to be at Christmas. Judas is a member of fellowship. Judas, watch this. They invited Jesus, but Judas came with Jesus. So, so wherever Jesus is in the room, know Judas is in the corner. So I need you to have spiritual maturity to stop being on edge, stop being paranoid. Judas is closer than you think. And in this text today, Judas symbolizes the one who will betray and we learn something else. He didn't just start being trifling when he betrayed Jesus. They trusted him with the money. And he was misusing the funds. And Mary is in there having a good time worshiping the Lord. And now he want to critique what she should have done with the oil. Well, you could have sold this and got some money. It's somebody who always thinks they know what you ought to be doing. But the very ones who think they know what you ought to be doing ain't doing nothing. You got the biggest critique and you're on the sideline. You got the biggest critique and you don't bring anything to the table. And so instead of you losing your cool when Judas pull up for a plate, you got to do what Jesus did. Number one, you number one, I'm gonna write this down, write this down. Here's what he did. He did three things, he did three things. You got to be ready for Judas. You got to know how to respond to Judas. And you got to know how to restrain Judas. You got to be ready for Judas. You got to know how to respond to Judas. And you got to know how to restrain Judas. Restrain doesn't mean choke him. I know that's what the first place your mind went to, Judge. But no, it does not mean choke him. It don't mean that. It don't mean that, uh, Deacon Eddie. It don't mean that. De Deacon Tony, it don't mean choke him. Restrain means you limit how much power and energy you give them. Watch it now, watch it now, watch it now. I'm about to give you something that's real, real good. Jesus said to him, let her alone, verse 7. Jesus said, let her alone. She's anticipating and honoring the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you. You don't always have me. Jesus spends two sentences on Judas. Really in the message Bible it's three, but technically it's two. He only spends about two or three sentences on him and that's it. Catch the principle. Stop giving Judas all your energy. Stop giving Judas. Stop giving messy folks. Stop giving antagonizers. Stop giving agitators. Stop giving difficult people all your energy. You can respond but limit it. Respond and restrain yourself. Leave her alone. She minding her business. Now that's it. That's all I got for you now. Now if you push me, I got more to say. But I'm trying to be spiritual. Respond and restrain. Respond and restrain. You better tell somebody right. Respond and restrain yourself. You can address it. 
He had, well, she should have, she should have, she should have. Jesus said, leave her alone. She's preparing this. She did this as an act because I'm going to die soon. And she doesn't know if she's going to get a chance to honor my body and pour these oils on my body when I die. So this is an act of appreciation, not for what I have done, but for what I am going to do. I'm going to go to the cross for her and watch this. And Judas is going to help me get there. So I need Judas because can't nobody push you into your purpose like Judas. So Judas has an assignment you just got to keep your maturity i'm trying to help you judas is going to teach you how to pray judas is going to push you to your purpose judas is going to make you a more sensitive compassionate man judas is going to help you learn that what's most valuable is not always the mess but you got to reach for the master judas is going to help you mature yourself who in here can be honest that the pain of your family made you better? Some stuff you've gone through in your family made you a more compassionate and a more loving person. The most difficult people in our families, in our lives, always come to push us to our purpose. Because one day you're going to meet another Judas at your job and you're going to say, oh, I've been knowing Judas since I was seven. You ain't new. I, no, I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. So, so I, I got to rethink my idea of the family. I have to realize the power of my own fragrance. I have to remember how to respond to foolishness. I got to be ready. I got to respond. I got to restrain. I got to be ready. He going to come. So don't be wondering. Is he going to come? Yeah, he coming. Matter of fact, she already in town. Matter of fact, she on your road. then finally you got to reflect on God's favor listen 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 it sounds simple but it's deep we're in John chapter 12 do you know what happened in John 11 Lazarus died and was in the grave four days four days four days four days four days and Jesus was late getting there but you know what he did he got Lazarus out that grave and can I bless you real real good I'm just throw this in for free when Jesus told them to open the grave, Martha and Mary said to him, but he's been dead for days. Watch this. And he stinks. God is about to move you from the stench of your last chapter to a fragrance of a new chapter. It ain't for everybody. That's why you ain't even, can't even celebrate. Because if you ain't had some stinky stuff in some old chapters, you don't appreciate new smells. You don't appreciate new favor, new grace, new peace. You're in a brand new chapter and the man who was dead in the last chapter is alive. And you're going to let Judas determine how happy you are. When the man who was dead is with you in the house and the man who got him up is in the house. I choose to reflect on God's favor. Oh, that's why I got dressed this morning. Oh, that's why I drove up to fellowship this morning. I came to start my week off reflecting 
on the favor of God in previous chapters and the person beside you with their arms folded and their legs crossed and ain't said amen the whole service let them sit there but you with your blessed self you with your healed self you with your kept self you with your anointed self you ought to open your mouth every time you get a chance and just reflect on the job you have that you shouldn't have. Reflect on the healing you got that you still don't understand. Reflect on how God kept your children when you know they were stone crazy. Reflect over the fact that I ain't where I want to be, but I'm a long way from where I... Somebody write in the chat, I got favor on my life. And every time I think about that, my greens taste better. Every time I think about that, I play spades better. Every time I think about that, I cubic shuffle a little better. When I think of the... Somebody that know God's put favor over your life. Give him glory today. Matter of fact, give him glory because you know if he hadn't have fixed it in chapter 11, you wouldn't have made it to chapter 12. So y'all know y'all at an African-American, predominantly African-American church. Y'all know you got to talk to your neighbor at least one time. So here's your one time. Look at somebody near you and say, neighbor, happy holidays. You better remember what the Lord has done for you. Tell them happy Thanksgiving. He kept your mind. Happy Thanksgiving. Saved your soul. Happy Thanksgiving. Put blood over your house. Happy Thanksgiving all night and all day. Angels been watching over you. Now touch yourself and say, I choose to be happy. I choose to be happy. I want you to hold on. I want you to hold on to these principles. I want you to rethink your idea of family. Realize the power of your fragrance. Remember how to respond to foolishness and reflect. Ref I said reflect. I said reflect over just how gracious and kind God has been to you. If we on the same page, let's give God some praise right there. Come on. I said if we on the same page, let's give God praise. Can you give God praise that you're about to have one of the most amazing holidays? You better thank him in advance. Don't wait till you get in the storm and then, no, tell him thank you right now. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my friends. Thank you for my memories. Thank you for my healing. Because I realize all of you who are able to stand, stand with me. I know 2021 took some stuff from us. Huh? What a real folk in the room that can't admit. It's been hard now. Well, yeah. You had to push through some days. Some of you, I see you. You're missing your loved ones. I see you. I see you. I'm right there with you. But don't you let what went wrong make you forget what's still right. And God says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you.
Yeah. And I want you to know your story ain't over. I want you to know this too shall pass. And I really want you to know you can make it through this. Hey, if you need Jesus Christ who will change your stench into a scent, I'm sorry, I'm a preacher and I get happy about little stuff because I know he can turn your stench into a scent. He can turn your pain into purpose. He'll turn that trouble into a testimony. He'll shift a grave into a gospel moment. So excuse my joy, I just know who God is. And I know if you invite him in your house, if you invite him into your life, he will show up and he will change the atmosphere and the trajectory of your life. If you need Christ, come on, accept him. If you need a church home, come, in, come on and accept him. If you're in the room and you want to accept Christ today, immediately after worship, go to our welcome center right behind this back wall, the back door of our sanctuary, and our first touch ministry will be there waiting on you to accept Jesus Christ. I believe that at least five or 10 or 15 need to come today. Can we thank God for those who are gonna connect online, those who are gonna connect in the room? Because when you bring Jesus in your home, you change the scent of your home. And stuff that used to have a stench will now have a pleasant scent because just like Lazarus your story ain't over tell somebody around you your story is not over tell somebody around you your story is not over that's the wrong person tell somebody else your story is not over I know it hurt you I know it broke you but tell one more person your story is not over write it in the chat write it in the chat can we release this affirmation into the atmosphere come on praise team my story ain't over my story ain't over my story ain't over my story ain't over yeah my story my story ain't story ain't come on say it over your life my story With me. You can make it. You can make it through this. You can make it through this. Make it through. Hey, watch this. Watch this. You are deciding right now what kind of fragrance you about to have this week. So don't you just stand there looking like. If you ain't got no rhythm, just. But whatever you do, just, if you're sitting down, tap your foot, move your finger like my grandma used to do. But 
Come on, now speak this to the person beside you. Say, you can make it through this. 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 Make it through. You can make it through this. 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 You can
God for you today. Take your seats if you can.
ship. Tell somebody around you, come if you want to. You're going to be here by yourself. We will all be virtual on Wednesday. And y'all watch this. Our choir is leading our Thanksgiving musical. Give it up for the choir. Yeah. Thank you all that helped the Get Your Mind Right youth panel. Our executive pastor, Reverend Pope, and his family are on their way home for some travels. He has done a phenomenal job. Can you help me show some love to Reverend Pope? Just six or seven months in, helping us keep going. He has taken so much pressure off of me. As soon as he got here, I felt lighter. And so I thank God for you all being the warm church that you are as he brought his whole new family to a new city. Y'all know our winters are not Atlanta, Georgia winters. So just thank you for how you love on everybody. Continue to be in a loving church. And if you ever see somebody that's not representing that love, check them. And say, no, you need to go to another, another church with that spirit. This is fellowship. Yeah, this is fellowship. We are who our name is. Can I get an amen? this week I want you to set the fragrance of your house. We'll be virtual for our musical. The offices will be closed Wednesday through next Monday. Christmas at the ship is going. Go to the website so that you can participate in buying toys and resources so that we can honor our families. Can I give you some really, really, really exciting news? We have set the date and the time for our New Year's Eve worship experience. We're going to have three services that day, noon, 6 p.m., and 11 p.m. and the opening to register for those 500 seats in each service will be very very soon but lock in if you're watching live and you want to come to Chicago for New Year's Eve to be with fellowship put it on your calendar you can come to noon service 6 p.m. service or the 11 p.m. watch night service and, and it's some exciting stuff I can't even tell you right now but just put it on your mind that we will be here and as you leave today I hope you go home remembering the principles and the insights that we that we excavated out of the word of God today. Do you feel better? Do you feel encouraged? FNN, media team, y'all excuse me today, but I'm about to be like Pharaoh and let the people go. But before we go, we are gonna sing this affirmation one more time. You may see this on a recording one day. You, you, you may, somebody said, this is the affirmation. And you know what the affirmation is, you speak that over your life. Come on, stand up all over the building. If you're at home, stand up with us. One more time. My story ain't over. My story ain't over. My story ain't over. Come on, speak it with us. Affirm it. My story ain't over. Story ain't over. Story ain't over. Come on, say it. This too shall pass. This too shall Come on, speak it, speak it. It shall pass. It shall pass. You can make it through this. You can make it through this. 
thermostats. Thermostat. Thermostat, not a thermometer. You set the fragrance of the house. Wherever you go this week, may your struggles keep you near the cross. May your troubles show that you need God. May your battles end the way they should. And I don't care, may your bad days, even your bad days, prove that God is good. I pray that your whole life proves that God is good. And somebody say, it is so. And amen. Put those hands together and praise God. Would you be seated, all of you in the house today? God bless your virtual ship. See you later. Peace, peace. Hey, family, I pray you've been blessed by this message that God gave me. I hope you stay connected to Fellowship Chicago through YouTube, Facebook, or our website. Go to fellowshipchicago.com today and make sure that you stay updated on all of the great things that are happening on the ship. Until we meet again, may you be blessed by the power, the peace, and the provisions of God. Peace, peace.